This is the Pulse of New Hampshire. I am J-Dog, and joining me is a true Renaissance man. He is an athlete. He is an author. He is an entrepreneur, as well as a doting grandfather, a fantastic husband, a loving dad, and also a baseball awards presenter and a skier as well. It's still ski season, so you'll definitely see this man on the slopes and also a baseball awards presenter. Eddie Popowski's number one fan. And yes, Steve Ballmer's roommate at Harvard. I'm not exaggerating when I say that. He is the president and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental and the host of Northeast Delta Dental Radio, Mr. Tom Raffio. Thanks, Jay. And the only thing you forgot is I have the longest running show on the pulse with the same host with curly hair. Curly hair, yes. You put all those refinements there and I'm your your (laughs) longest running employee. Correct. Sort of. Okay, but I have an equally unbelievable introduction for my guest today, Dr. David Staples. So in the spirit of transparency for the listening audience, um, Dr. Staples is the board chair of Delta Dental Plan of New Hampshire, which is also the mothership of Northeast Delta Dental, which includes Maine and Vermont. So David and I go way back. Um, And also, of course, I knew David when he was uh, an active practicing dentist. So, David, thank you for joining me. Um, I used used to say, well, you're incredibly busy, and I I know you still are. So, anyway, so here's – so I'm going to ask you to go over your career, but just to kind of set the stage, right? I'm telling you, David uh, obviously is a dentist, but could have been a military general, could have been an engineer – could have been a school teacher, could have been a writer, just in this, again, in the spirit of transparency. Um, for two of my books, he's been one of my uh, most trusted editors, and he is also a doting grandfather. So with that, uh, and a wonderful human being to, to uh, top it off. So with that, um, can you just give us a more detailed bio of your career? I know you were in the military, that's how you got your dental degree, but take us forward from military to current. Oh, thanks for having me, Tom. Uh, Yeah, I'm actually a Dover native. I went to public schools in Dover and then I went to University of New Hampshire like a a lot of my, uh, you know, fellow students did uh, back in the late 70s. Um, I got two degrees, one in microbiology, another one in medical technology. And I actually worked for a while up at uh, Mary Hitchcock Hospital. It was before it was Dartmouth Hitchcock. And I got uh, accepted in dental school at Georgetown University in Washington, D.C. So I went to dental school there. And then I did a residency in the Air Force for three years, uh, which was uh, very enjoyable. Um, but um, I had the opportunity to move back to my hometown, which uh, my wife liked because she followed me all through dental school. We actually met in high school. So uh, we've been together for almost 50 years now. Um so yeah, we I uh, came back to Dover and had a practice there for about thirty five years. Um, but, and you uh, also, uh, in addition to uh, sharing uh, Delta Dental Clinic of New Hampshire, you've had uh, other nonprofit experience. Tell us about that too, Goodwin and so forth. Yeah, so I've been with uh, FQHC, Federally Qualified Community Health Center. Um, the local one here is uh, was uh, the Avis Goodwin Clinic. Uh, it's now uh, 
called uh, Greater Seacoast Community Health after we merged with Families First, another community health center. But I've been with them for uh, over a dozen years. Um, the only reason it's been that long is because <laughs> uh, my term limits changed when we merged and it became a whole new uh, organization. So, um, yeah, so I've had a lot of experience with access to both dental health and, and, and healthcare in general. So for my listening audience, this is a gentleman who, like me, totally gets it that everybody um, deserves a healthy smile. So tell us in your own words why you and I are so excited about the new adult uh, Medicaid program. Finally, after low these, we didn't think it was going to happen in our profession. No, I, I never thought I'd see it in, in my lifetime. So I, I am thrilled. I, I want to say for any state legislators listening, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, you know, well done. Um, you know, it hasn't started yet. It's about to start April 1st and we're doing everything we can to, to make sure that uh, it, it goes well, but thank you for even giving us this opportunity. Um, yeah, it's the first time in the history of New Hampshire that there's been an, a dental, a significant dental Medicaid uh, benefit. Uh, prior to that, if you were over 18, you've got basically an exam, uh, an x-ray and, and uh, a tooth pulled. And that was the amount of Medicaid for dental benefits uh, adults in, in New Hampshire. So, you know, starting April 1st, uh, we'll have benefits for both children and nearly 90,000 other uh, New Hampshire adults uh, who qualify for for this benefit. So, it's, so you, were, you were on this uh, marathon journey with me, Lou. We like to describe it, this 26-year process of educating the public and political leaders that uh, you can't have good overall health without good oral health and all the systemic relationships, forgetting, you know, the self-esteem issues. So why do you think finally um, it happened when Governor Sununu signed that on July 1st of 2022? I mean, we've been at this, at this educational process what, what what why do you think the stars finally aligned uh, i think that you know the uh, our, our lawmakers realize that you can't have overall health if you don't have dental health and, and you know since when we, we talk all the time about since when is the mouth not part of the body so um you know it's you'd have to go into the history of dentistry and medicine to figure out how they uh, separated, you know, well over a hundred years ago, but they're slowly coming back. They're realizing that, you know, and, and, uh, countries, uh, outside of the U S, um, uh, dentistry is really just a, a medical specialty. So I, I, I think our, our leaders are realizing that, you know, dental health is important to overall health and, and, and they get it finally. And, and, Kudos to them. I, we saw them at our legislative reception uh, a few weeks ago, and uh, they are behind this, and they wanted to succeed, and, and uh, we're doing everything we can to make it succeed, Tom. So we definitely—they're definitely rooting for us. Uh, I think the way you, you described it is awesome, and it was one of the few times recently, certainly in D.C., but here in New Hampshire, where there was a total bipartisan effort. You had a Republican leader, Senator Jeb Bradley, a Democratic senator who happens to be one of uh, my Harvard classmates, Sen Senator Cindy Rosenwald, 
behind it. And the day that it was signed, there was so much joy in that room because it was truly all sides in it. And it wasn't just Delta Dental. I mean, obviously the New Hampshire Dental Society and the Royal Health Coalition of New Hampshire. So many, many people have been on this journey because when I arrived to New Hampshire in 95, I was literally shocked to find out that we were one of the few states without an adult benefit. So we've, right. narrowed, we've narrowed that gap now. I think there's only, uh, uh, you know, maybe Tennessee and one other state uh, simultaneous just for the listening audience. While we were doing this in New Hampshire, we were also doing this in Maine, which is one of our sister states. And while we're not administering the program in Maine, um, the same effort, legislative effort and education we also did in Maine, which resulted in Maine now having an adult uh, benefit. So we were in this marathon together, and then Governor Sununu signed the bill, and then what's called the request for proposal gets out there. Um, and since it was a type of program that a standalone dental insurance company could respond to, we did. Yes. And we were able to get the, get the contract with one of our partners, DentaQuest, and that wasn't really until late fall. And then this turned into a mar uh, from a marathon to a sprint because, as Dr. Staples mentioned, it goes live literally on Saturday, April 1st. Uh, and I was just actually um, talking with our partners, and we're actually going to have a mobile clinic, you know, on our on our on our campus um, on that day to make sure that any uh, Medicaid person in pain um, will have access. And uh, and David, I know you believe the everybody deserves a healthy smile. One of the things that um, uh, Henry Lippman, who is a dir uh, the director of the department, has mentioned that's so important to him and Dr. Finney, who is the dental director for the state, it's, is that we want anybody on Medicaid to be treated um, exactly the same as someone that has, um, you know, these commercial dental coverages that we have, which now totals well over a million. So. What's the key to the program? I'm thinking you're going to say making sure we get more dentists in the network, but what are some other keys to this program, do you think? Um, well, uh, what's nice is, you know, maybe we can head off some possible future dental emergencies if people come in and actually get some preventative care. So that's pretty obvious. Um, the other nice thing is it hopefully will keep dental emergencies out of our emergency rooms because that's it's just an inefficient way to deliver health care. Um, and really, I'll, you know, I have a daughter that worked for several years as a nurse in, uh, in uh, an ER setting. And all they can really do is just um, maybe giving them an antibiotic, maybe some pain medication. But really, it's just a quick Band-Aid and it doesn't fix the problem. So... You know, having this benefit uh, uh, just makes a lot of sense for everybody, not just for dentists, not just for the patients, but for the whole state, you know, the whole healthcare community. So. Yeah, for, for, uh, for population health. And in fact, um, when we were doing the convincing with legislators, um, what, that was one of the arguments we used, which is ultimately this will lower costs in the emergency rooms, lower other, you know, medical systemic issues um, and we had all the data our actuary courtney moran was able to provide a lot of data you know which convinced the legislators and um, when we return from commercial break um, we'll talk about 
you know, funding for the program. Jay, this is exciting, isn't it? I mean, we're finally, you know, close to 90,000 people who have been either in, been in total pain or losing their teeth or going to mm -hmm. the emergency room or taking opioids, you know, can now have a program. It's really exciting. It is. It's taken a long time to do it. It's finally happening here. You know, a lot of grunt work that you guys both have done along with uh, Delta Dental, just trying to make this happen. And I know you always espouse this, uh, Tom, is that it's not because of uh, congressmen or senators. There's red tape involved in it. There's a bureaucratic sense of it. And that's why it has it had taken so long for this to happen. So we'll talk more about that as uh, Dr. David Staples uh, joins Tom Raffio for the next segment of Northeast Delta Dental Radio here on the Pulse of New Hampshire. This is the Pulse of New Hampshire. I am Jay Dog, alongside Tom Raffio, President and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental, the host of Northeast Delta Dental Radio. And this week's guest is Dr. David Staples and talking on Medicaid and the big event that's coming up on April 1st. And I'll let you guys uh, take it away and continue with this great uh, discussion. Super. So uh, um, I know the way people listen to radio, I just want to get right out there. Any any uh, dentist that's interested, um, you may be hearing from our partner, DentaQuest, but you can also call me directly at 223-1300. I urge you, call me directly. I've had some really lovely conversations. Ultimately, I will refer you to a DentaQuest recruiter. Um, but I, I have loved the conversations, you know, that I've had. And as Dr. Staples knows, most dentists have really big hearts um, and understand this oral health mission. But it's a matter of the uh, also the uh, economic model. And to Jay's point, um, I, I think we'll find that we'll be much more efficient um, than other operations in terms of how quickly claims can be processed so that so there'll be a lot less red tape compared to you know other programs which is a, which is a good thing plus there's also a transportation benefit so i know that's always david right one of the issues is yes. you know, yes. missing an appointment and, and everybody misses appointment you know um, so there's managed managed care and you know transportation benefit because they realize that you know you can't afford to have no shows and your practice are expensive so they want to make sure that uh, the people that uh, do have the benefit to show up for their appointments and they, they are aware of, of their treatment plan uh, and they'll have help, help with that which they never did in the past so, so that's gonna be uh, great and i said we have these dental clinics you know on the commercial side of things I know I get like at least five texts and three emails, you know, reminding me of my uh, cleaning appointments. So something, so everybody, every human being for, can forget or, or needs reminders. So we're not necessarily focusing on the Medicaid population other than, you know, they may not be as well connected with social media and be able to get a text. So the more, the more we can help uh, with, you know, with transportation and other, ways of making sure that uh, appointments are adhered to, I think the program will be successful. Now to get right to it though, um, the Medicaid reimbursements, I know my work on one of my hospital boards that um, hospitals for some of their uh, Medicaid uh, reimbursements are you know, less than 50% on the dollar. So is that similar on the dental side of things? Yeah, uh, it, apparently, um, you know, 
but it's it's not like dentists haven't been doing this kind of charity work in the past. Uh, just about every dentist I know, uh, you know, gives away uh, treatment or greatly discounts your treatment. Um, I would just tell dentists, you know, please sign up for the program, at least enroll. You know, a lot of dentists in the Seacoast, Seacoast is growing like crazy. You know, a lot of dentists are, are, are busy. You know, their schedules are full. Uh, one doctor told me, you know, I'm busy for life. <laughs> so, uh, that's a good thing to have. But, you know, it's not the people that are, that are on Medicaid aren't always the, the disadvantaged, the underserved. You know, my I was telling Tom, my daughter just finished graduate school. She's an adult in her 30s. Uh, she had no income for two years, so she was on Medicaid to get her health care. Uh, now, she had a dentist, obviously, but um, there's she knows a lot of other people in the same situation. Um, I, I can't tell you how many times in, in uh, you know, my practice, uh, a, a well-known patient of mine, somebody uh, that was a patient for years would come to me and say, hey, you know, my parent is moving from out of uh, state and they're transferring over here for us to take care of them. Um, can you please see them? You know, and, and they, they happen to be on Medicaid. So um, I would just say to these dentists, at least enroll, you know, be ready. Uh, try to do what you can uh, when you can. You, but you never know when something's going to come up where you're going to get a request from, a, a, you know, a good patient or, or a relative or a friend. Say, hey, uh, can you see so and so? And oh, by the way, they're on the new Medicaid benefit. Uh, and then you don't have to give away. You know, you, at least you get something for your treatment. Whereas before you would just, you know, give it away. So. And that's a great point that Dr. Staples makes, because like I said, I know so many um, dentists who aren't officially taking um, any Medicaid now, but do so much, you know, philanthropic, you know, dentistry. And one of the reasons they say that uh, they don't sign up is because there's so much administrative burden. But um, as, as Dr. Staples knows, because Dr. Staples has been really good working with me to... Uh, be an ambassador for the program, but we're totally but, commi totally committed to smooth claims process. So exactly, um, Tom, down in red tape. You hit it on the head there. You know, in the past, a lot of the Medicaid programs were covered by some company that certainly didn't know dentistry. Um, so now we've got you know, Dentequest, which is the largest Medicaid administrator in the country, and we've got. Uh, uh, Ned, who is uh, the largest insurer in the state of New Hampshire, in fact, in northern New England, two veteran uh, services who are, are known for being the best at what they do. So this is definitely going to bode well for both, you know, the dentists and, and the patients. So, um, And I can assure you, uh, I'm on probably at least two zooms a day with dentica dentiquest trying to uh, make sure that you know dentists understand that the the enrollment process is going to be smooth the um the claims process once claims start being paid on april 1st will be smooth and that we're going to early on in the program when we don't have enough dentists in the network we're going to be responsible for the lack of a better term you know triage so if uh, someone that's medicaid eligible is in dental pain we'll have sort of a vip process so you know we can get um, that medicaid eligible person into uh, an oral surgeon if if it's needed and again one of the things that uh, 
Henry Lipman, the director, has really stressed is they want, he wants to make sure that anybody with this Medicaid benefit, you know, is treated the same as if they had, uh, you know, commercial coverage. And as Dr. Staples mentioned at the beginning, one of, one of the challenges, whether it's commercial or Medicaid, is, um, you know, there's a staffing shortage when it comes to hygienists. So even if you have a regular commercial coverage, if you don't have a dental home and you randomly call the dentist looking for a cleaning, right, David, it might take you six to nine months to get Absolutely. You know, so people ask me, well, what did they do before they had a Medicaid benefit? Well, years ago, uh, you know, every, every county has some sort of a community action office and um, they would get a call from a hospital or or some other agency and said, hey, I know a guy who's got a bad toothache or needs a denture. And so that person in the community action program would call around the, the few dentists they knew that uh, were had some time or maybe, uh, you know, were a little more generous uh, to the community. And they would basically ask and ask and ask. And as it got busier, they were begging, uh, you know, for these dentists to see these people. And it just um, so then they these Patients would go to an office, maybe they would go to one office uh, and then uh, a few weeks later, a different office. So you had stranger patients going into strange dental offices. It's not a great way to do healthcare, you know, where, where the, the doctor doesn't know the patient, the patient doesn't know the office, the, the staff doesn't know them. It's not what you want. You're exactly right, Tom. You want a dental home. You know, you want these people to know who they're going to. Uh, it's nice that the, the office knows the patient. It just makes for better dentistry and, and just makes for a better life. Honestly. Exactly. And, 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 and knowing that um, most of these 88,000 or so people may not have a dental home on day one, we also have a program called teledentistry.com. So if uh, if you on day one don't have a dentist, which is many of them, you can go on to teledentistry.com um, through the wonders of a Zoom-like process. You'll 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 chat with someone like uh, Dr. Staples, and then ultimately we'll be referred to one of our uh, participating dentists in New Hampshire. So that's still another tool, you know, that we'll have in our bag of tricks. And one of the things, um, in fact, I've just made that clear this. Uh, earlier in one of my calls with uh, DentaQuest, we have to look at April 1st as the really not even the starting point. It's like it begins, but for the next year, we have to continue to build the program because it's probably going to take about a year to get as many dentists in, in the program that we need. So, well, Tom, you're a runner, so you know we're in the sprint now. But April first, it starts the marathon. Exactly, <laughs> marathon again. And to give you an analogy, like when we brought on LL Bean, which on the commercial side was as prestigious as bringing on Medicaid. Once that went live on January first, totally smooth. Like I'm literally maybe spending ten minutes a week on it. Versus Medicaid, after April first, I'll I'll still be spending hours upon hours on it. But that's our mission. Everybody deserves a healthy smell. And Jay, I just want to put a, another plug in for Dave because, um, and you've you've heard this because you know when I'm on Jack's show, I mention this. But veterans, some of whom, by the way, will be eligible for Medicaid. Nine times out of ten, they're not eligible to, for dental benefits at the VA because 
they're you know weren't fully disabled or a POW. So we've been seeing and and compensating dentists at a significantly discounted level. So uh, to the tune of about two hundred thousand dollars a year for several years. And um, Dr. Staples' um, old um, business uh, was really good at handling you know those veterans in our program as well as a program that he had established and. He always does the work of the corporation, Jay, because he got his two formal partners and the not-for-profit that I mentioned. He got those dentists to sign up. So we're yeah. at it. I'm putting my money where my mouth is. <laughs> you are. So you can see, um, I say this all the time, like I've uh, been doing this since 1995 and have had many board chairs in all three of my states, Vermont, Maine, New Hampshire. But Dave's, Dave's number one here. So thank you, David. For, thank you. And, and he's, he's agreed to be ambassador doing radio. And you can see he's a natural at radio, too. So I want to add that to your list. Military, engineer, school teacher, writer, and, uh, well, and, and also a hiker and uh, kettlebells. Yes. Pickleball. Don't play pickleball with him either. I'll kill you. <laughs> All right. Make Jay. sure you, you thank the legislators because. Right. And thank you, legislators. Really. Without their uh, approval here, we wouldn't be doing anything. So I'm and, so grateful for that. Right. And the gov and Governor Sununu, too. He was true to his work. And uh, dentists, call me directly, 223-1300, yes, and I'll, uh, I'll chat with you. Please. <laughs> Jay. And that's this week's edition of Northeast Delta Dental Radio. This week's edition has uh, Dr. David Staples here, as well as, of course, Tom Raffio, the president and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental and the host of Northeast Delta Dental Radio. I am J-Dog, and we'll have another edition next time of Northeast Delta Dental Radio right here on the Pulse of New Hampshire.